So, I had to take my headphones out because usually when I do it, it cuts everything off. So, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Moderator. Hold on, I'm sorry. Brothers and sisters, and friends, and I see some enemies. <laughs> ourselves if we had an audience this large and didn't realize that there were some enemies present. This afternoon we want to talk about the ballot or the bullet. The ballot or the bullet explains itself. But before we get into it, since this is the year of the ballot or the bullet, I would like to clarify some things that refer to me personally, concerning my own personal position. I'm still a Muslim. That is, my religion is still Islam. My religion is still Islam. I still credit Mr. Muhammad for what I know and what I am. He's the one who opened my eyes. And At present, I'm the minister of the newly founded uh, Muslim Mosque Incorporated, which has its offices in the Teresa Hotel, right in the heart of Harlem. That's the Black Belt in New York City. And when we realize that Adam Clayton Powell is a Christian minister, he's the, he has Abyssinia Baptist Church, but at the same time, he's more famous for his political struggling. And Dr. King is a Christian minister in Atlanta, from Atlanta, Georgia, or in Atlanta, Georgia, but he's become more famous for being involved in the civil rights struggle. There's another in New York, Reverend Galamison. I don't know if you've heard of him out here. He's a Christian minister from Brooklyn, but has become famous for his fight against the segregated school system in Brooklyn. Reverend Cleve, right here, is a Christian minister here in Detroit. He's the head of the Freedom Now Party. All of these are Christian ministers. All 
all of these are Christian ministers, but they don't come to us as Christian ministers. They come to us as fighters in some other category. I'm a Muslim minister. The same as they are Christian ministers, I'm a Muslim minister. And I don't believe in fighting today in any one front, but on all fronts. In fact, I'm a black nationalist freedom fighter. Islam is my religion. But I believe my religion is my personal business. It governs my personal life, my personal morals. And my religious philosophy is personal between me and the God in whom I believe. Just as the religious philosophy of these others is between them and the God in whom they believe. And this is best this way. Were we to come out here discussing religion, we'd have too many differences from the outstar, and we could never get together. So today, though Islam is my religious philosophy, my political, economic, and social philosophy is black nationalism. You and I... As I say, if we bring up religion, we'll have differences, we'll have arguments, we'll never be able to get together. But if we keep our religion at home, keep our religion in the closet, keep our religion between ourselves and our God, but when we come out here, we have a fight that's common to all of us against the enemy who is common to all of us. The political philosophy of black nationalism only means that the black man should control the politics and the politicians in his own community. The, the, time, the time when white people can come in our community and get us to vote for them so that they can be our political leaders and tell us what to do and what not to do is long gone. same token, the time when that same white man, knowing that your eyes are too far open, can send another Negro into the community, get you and me to support him so he can use him to lead us astray, those days are long gone. The political philosophy of black nationalism only means that if you and I are going to live in a black community, and that's where we're going to live, because as soon as you move into one of their, as soon as you move out of the black community into their community, it's mixed for a period of time, but they're gone, and you're right there all by yourself. We must, we must understand the politics of our community, and we must know what politics is supposed to produce. We must know what part politics play in our lives. And until we become politically mature, we will always be misled, led astray, or deceived or maneuvered into uh, supporting someone politically who doesn't have the good of our community at heart. So the political philosophy of black nationalism only means that we will have to carry on a program, a political program of re-education 
to open our people's eyes, make us become more politically conscious, politically mature. And then we will, whenever we get ready to cast our ballot, that ballot will be, for, uh, will be cast for a man of the community who has the good of the community at heart. And the economic philosophy of black nationalism only means that we should own and operate and control the economy of our community. You would never find, you can't open up a black store in a white community, white man won't even patronize you. And he's not wrong. He's in, he got sense enough to look out for himself. And you, if you don't have sense enough to look out for yourself. The white man, the white man is too intelligent to let someone else come and gain control of the economy of his community. But you will let anybody come in and control the economy of your community. Control the housing, control the education, control the jobs, control the businesses uh, under the pretext that you want to integrate. No, you're out of your mind. of black nationalism only means that we have to become involved in a program of re-education to educate our people into the importance of knowing that when you spend your dollar out of the community in which you live, the community uh, in which you spend your money becomes richer and richer, the community out of which you take your money becomes poorer and poorer. And because these Negroes who have been misled, misguided, are breaking their necks to take their money and spend it with the man. The man is becoming richer and richer, and you're becoming poorer and poorer. And then what happens? The community in which you live becomes a slum. It becomes a ghetto. The conditions become run down. And then you have the audacity to, com to complain about poor housing in a run-down community. Why, you run it down yourself when you take it down. track because not only do we lose by taking our money someplace else and spending it, when we try and spend it in our own community, we're trapped because we haven't had sense enough to set up stores and control the businesses of our community. The man who's controlling the stores in our community is a man who doesn't look like we do. He's a man who doesn't even live in the community. So you and I, even when we try and spend our money in the block where we live or the area where we live, we're spending it with a man who, when the sun goes down, takes that basket full of money in another part of the town. So we're trapped, trapped, double trapped, triple trapped. Anywhere we go, we find that we're trapped. And every kind of solution that someone comes up with is just another trap. But the political and economic philosophy of black nationalism, the economic philosophy of black nationalism shows our people the importance of setting up these little stores and developing them and expanding them into larger operations. Woolworth didn't start out big like they are today. They started out with a dime store and expanded and expanded and expanded until today they're all over the country and all over the world and they're getting some of everybody's money. Now this what you and I and General Motors the same way didn't start out like it is. It started out just a little rat race type operation and it expanded and it expanded until today is where it is right now. And you and I have to make a start. And the best place to start is right in the community where we live. 
So if you get the 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 gist of what he was saying, um, basically he was talking about everything that I talk about, and most of my philosophy comes from him. Most of my talking. Yo, 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 I'm back with the Black Cool Podcast. I'm sorry about that earlier. I got cut off. <clears throat> so, basically, in the part one, I basically was playing in, uh, a part of Malcolm X's legendary speech, The Ballad of the Bullet. And basically, um, in that, he explained what philosophy black people should take on. So, basically, he said, we need to take on our own things. You know, we need to start businesses in our community. We need to build them up. We need to spend money in our community. But it's hard. And the reason it's hard is because the lack of leadership. So, when you listen to part one, I want y'all to kind of like, Listen to it, take it in, because I didn't. I only played about 10 minutes of it. So I want y'all to listen to it and take it in. So the lack of leadership is some of the reasons why we're still in the conditions that we're in. Uh, it's a disconnect. So you have the baby boomers. And you have, I don't know what they call us. I don't know if I should call myself a millennial or Generation X, or whatever they call us. I don't know. I, I, I'm confused about these generations and all this rest of this stuff. But let's just say the older folks from the 50s that were born in the 50s and the 60s, <clears throat> it's a disconnect between us and them. And somewhat part of the 70s. When you get more to the late 70s, the early 80s is when there isn't like a big disconnect. But basically what I want to speak on is the disconnect comes from, and I, I'm going to be blunt and say this, it comes from these old niggas. A bunch of these old punk ass niggas that we may work with that... They claim how much of a man they are, but they act like females. And no disrespect to my my queens. But what I'm saying is these men, these so-called manly men, and I'm I'm strong and I'm this and I'm that. When we deal with them, I see the patterns. They act like females. They act like not even a female. Because females aren't bitches, but they act like bitches. They act like a bunch of bitches. They moan, they groan, they complain. And this is not all of them. But that's that's a problem in our community. It's the disconnect. Instead of them trying to pull the young boys in, they always push the young boys away. Well, you know, back in my day, I went and did this. And I, listen, back in your day, you was a bitch, cuz. And that, that's just how this is going to break down. And I'm being real. And I'm talking real shit right now. Excuse my friends, but I'm talking real stuff right now. You listen to these men that claim they was this and they was that. They was a bitch. In their era, in their time zone, wherever they from, they was a bitch. Not all of them, but some of them. 
it's a disconnect because they never try to pull the young boys in and kind of guide them. Instead, you are pushing them and telling them how much they aren't a man or how they should move as a man. Listen, I say this all the time, and I'm going to run this point home. A man has to find his own way in life. I don't look at other men and say, yo, I should be like him. But I take from people. So I'm taking from everybody that I see, even the bad people that I see. I take from them their lessons to be learned in everybody you meet. Everybody you meet is a lesson. They're signs. So you always got to take these signs. We don't always take the signs at first, but we need to start listening and watching out for these signs. Because when you're moving in the community, how the community is doing bad right now, and I'm not even talking about financially, I'm talking about on the unity front. We are not united. You understand? We are so hung up on being a real nigga when we should be men. We hung up on being niggas instead of being men. Because like I said, the reason why people move and act the way that they do is to prove something to somebody else that probably doesn't care. So I don't know these people and I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time because I think that people are clout chasing right now. But Meek said I would sign people in the city. Meek Mill said I would sign people in the city. But these niggas don't want to squash beefs. They rather shoot each other. Blah, blah, blah. Make a long story short. So I guess some rapper, some Philly rapper got online and was like, no, you ain't from here. You don't belong here. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, these same niggas out here that's talking this, you don't belong here. You can't come here. You banned. Blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the third. These same niggas wouldn't ride on these cops. These same niggas wouldn't do nothing to George Zimmerman if they seen him. They wouldn't do nothing to Darren Wilson if they seen him. These are the coon-ass niggas that I speak on. These are the coon Negroes that I speak on all the time because they're all talk. They only care about proving something to people that do not that don't care about you. Nine times out of the ten, don't like you. So, a lot of our people are so insecure. We go and spend money on these expensive clothes. We go and buy these expensive cars. But we're not starting businesses. We're not building our communities up. All we care about is how we look. We do this subconsciously for acceptance from white daddy. We do that for that reason we don't do it for any other reason than that we don't do it for none of these other reasons other than for that so when I'm looking at people and I'm trying to understand and figure out things I look at it like, wow, there's no leadership within our communities. We don't have no leadership. And that's why these young bulls is running amok. 
no guidance. And these old people, these old niggas that you're supposed to look to for counsel, and they pose a god to young warriors, they're not doing it. Because they so, their heads are so far up their asses about being what they think is a man and doing this, and they a bunch of bitches. And I'm just being real. A bunch of sucker-ass niggas, man. And this is real stuff. They're a bunch of suckers, man. They do sucker shit. They snitch on you at work. They try to get you to, 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 they try to bait you into doing certain things. And I'm like, yo, men don't act like this. You, Where's your sense of honor? Where's your integrity? Where's your dignity? But see, when it comes to being a good slave for massa, there is no honor, integrity, loyalty, and dignity. There is no respect. So when I see you degrade yourself so you can look good in front of a bunch of people that don't care about you, I don't don't have no respect for you. There's no respect there. I'm not going to disrespect you, but I don't have no respect for you. I will politely stay the fuck out of your way. You politely stay the fuck out of my way. And that's how it goes. And that's the problem. The people that we supposed to look at for guidance are a bunch of old has-beens. Not all of them, but some of them are. It's some solid old heads out here that you can actually go and look to for counsel. They can kind of guide you to certain places. But like I said, if these niggas ain't a part of my family or I don't consider them family, these old heads ain't shit, man. And I'm trying to tell you, they not. And there's a lot of them that's solid. They speak knowledge. And I got to give a shout out to one of the brothers. His name is Shabazz, the OG. He's a good brother from Philly. And I always try to catch his lives. always try to catch his Insta videos because he always spitting knowledge. He's always putting knowledge down. He's always giving knowledge. You understand? So I always try to catch him. He one of them solid OGs, man. He one of them boys you like. When he talk, you listen. Because he got something good to tell you. He dropping gems. All this bullshit that been going on with these rappers getting killed. King Bond. R.I.P. to him. And Mo. M.O. 3. Whatever his name was. I'm sorry. Him too. Benny the Butcher just got shot. Little Boozy just got shot. Like, what is going on in our community, man? Why are we so enamored with shooting and robbing and stealing and chomping and killing our own? But we don't do it to these rogue cops that be out here killing our own. You so scared of the white man that you won't even go to war with him. You'd rather go to war with your people. Everybody a street nigga till they lose somebody or they get shot themselves. Then they turn their life around and the streets ain't real and all this other shit. Yeah, because y'all niggas are living in a myth. Trust me, the streets are very real. The streets is always going to come back and collect no matter what you do, how you move. The streets is going to come back, bro. They're going to come back and they're going to collect. So watch how you operate out here. Listen, we all human beings. We have human nature. We make mistakes. We're not perfect. But once you make those mistakes, and the old head told me this years ago, he told me and my one of my homies, 
He said the beauty of being young is that you can make mistakes and learn from them. He said, don't, he said, you can be a young fool, but don't turn into an old fool. He said, because there's a lot of old fools out here that was young fools. And the biggest problem, and I'm talking to the men, is our egos, our pride is going to be the death of us all. And that's why all these kids is dying out here. They shooting pregnant women is catching straight bullets because of pride and ego. Because you feel like you got to prove something to a bunch of niggas that don't care about you. You got to do time because your father might have did time. Your uncle might have did time. Your brother might be doing time. Your cousin might be doing time. But y'all niggas are not thinking about the families that y'all destroying when y'all out here. Y'all acting like mindless animals. Come on, man. We got to wake up. It's around. It's about that time that we wake up and try to find guidance and lead ourselves to the promised land because we're going nowhere fast brothers nowhere we're not going nowhere fast the reason why we're not going nowhere fast is because everybody has something to prove to people that they don't need to prove it to when we go out there we buy louis vuitton and gucci and all the rest of this shit i don't have a problem if you do it but you ain't buying it for yourself. You buying it to stunt on other people that don't notice you, that don't care about you. I had a discussion. It wasn't even a discussion. Me and this, this punk-ass nigga I used to work with, we was debating. And this nigga told me every time I step out the car, I look like $2,500. And I'm like, that's not a lot of money. Now, if you said every time I step out the car, I'm looking like a million dollars, then we can have an argument there. But, bro, these niggas that we work with, these niggas that we see in the streets, they are a bunch of haters, man. A lot of niggas is haters. They have a lot of tendencies of bitches. And I'm not talking about females. I'm talking about actual bitches. Punks. They have a lot of fem- they have a lot of female tendencies. And I'm not disrespecting the queens, but they have a lot of female tendencies. You got bitch tendencies and you got female tendencies. I expect a woman who doesn't know anything not to have a sense of honor. I expect her not to have a sense of honor. She has to learn that. That's something that's, that she has to learn. But a man is supposed to be taught what honor is. And a lot of these young niggas ain't got it. And I'm not going to dump on the young niggas. See, that's the problem. The old niggas. I'm one of them old niggas now. Because I'm 31 years old. So I'm an old nigga now. They dump on the young bulls. Instead of trying to have a conversation with these young bulls. Instead of talking to them. They don't do that. They want to fuss with them. They want to fight with them. They want to tell them how much of a bitch they are. But deep down inside, the old nigga, he's the bitch. And I work with a few of them. Two dudes in particular that act, that talk all this man, man stuff, but act like a bunch of females, man. That act and have female tendencies. More like not even female tendencies. They got bitch tendencies. I've never in my life seen grown men in their 40s, in their 50s, act like a bunch of little children. 
talking about people, spreading rumors. I've never seen that in my life. And then I look back and I see what's going on. And I see why we have a lack of leadership. Because them old niggas, they a bunch of suckers. bunch of suckers, man. They are not, we don't look to them for counsel. You understand? We look to them as old heads we don't respect. We don't respect none of them. And they don't garner their respect. They don't demand respect. They just harp on them and dog the young boys instead of saying, listen, maybe I could teach you how to move a little differently. And I realized once me put that tweet out there about squashing beefs and getting money, niggas tell him he's banned from from places. Who the fuck is you to tell somebody they banned from somewhere you don't even own? All you can do is go and shoot at somebody. And guess what? Once you get locked up, the niggas that you trying to prove something to, they don't give a fuck about you. You don't own them blocks, bro. None of y'all own them blocks. If you don't own no store, if you're not putting businesses out there, you don't own anything. The city owns that. The state owns that, my man. So y'all niggas need to, to tighten up and start acting like men. The old niggas and these young niggas. Mainly the old niggas. And I see why, like, when I was younger... I never looked up to none of them old niggas. That's always dog and young boy. Never looked up to them niggas. Reason being is because of how they act. They act like they beyond reproach. They act like they the perfect motherfucking being walking this earth. Ain't nothing perfect about these suckers. They're a bunch of suckers, man. Work with a few of them been around a few of them so when I'm sitting here I'm like wow (laughs) these niggas really have no sense of honor they really a bunch of suckers man and then you, you couple that with the fact that all they do is try to dog the young boys. Instead of taking the young boys under their wing and teaching them, trying to guide them, show them a better way than the way that they doing now, they just say how much they wouldn't do this. They didn't do this back in my day. How about you teach them? How about you show them? Be an example to them. We don't have no leaders. A lot of these dudes that claim they leaders and claim they men, they not, bro. The first thing I want to say about a leader. A leader. Should come from the people. The people should breed their leader. A leader is supposed to ingratiate himself with his people. That's why I said they're not leaders. They suckers.
So man, when you when you dealing with people and you start to see the tendencies, there's a lot of them old heads. A lot of them old heads, man. They tendencies, I can see them. Bunch of suckers, man. No sense of honor, no sense of respect, no sense of loyalty. I just stay away from them. Don't deal with them. A lot of things, there's a lot of things you could be doing in life than to be sitting around telling on people, doing sucker shit. stay away from them, man, and I just, I try to lead the young boys, and I try to talk to them as much as I can, and a lot of young boys, they get drawn to me, and I don't consider myself a leader, I would like to be one, but I, I don't consider myself one, because I don't have a big influence. Because I don't do what's in. I don't hang with a lot of people. So they would look at me. Oh, you ain't no leader. But I want to be a leader, man. I want to show people the way. So they can, like, you know, just stop the BS that's going on in the, the city right now and across the country. We do so much killing and robbing and stealing from each other that we don't even take time to sit down, unite, and strategize against these race soldiers that's killing us. We don't take the time, man. We a bunch of followers. All we do is follow other people. We follow other people. We don't take the time to listen. We don't. We don't do none of that. So, hopefully, with this podcast, I can grow it into something, and I can start bringing the young boys under my wing and start talking to the youth because that's what they need. They need somebody to talk to. Not bad, you know. Tell them how their generation was better and this, that, and the third. We don't need none of that. We need people that's going to guide them. No guidance. And that's the problem. It's really no guidance. But, um... I'm about to get out of here soon. I told y'all this was going to be real short because the the, the the first episode had got cut off. But I'm back at it, man. And um, I, like I said on the last episode, man, I want everybody to be safe. Wear your mask. Um, pay attention to your surroundings. 
watch out, man, because these, these dudes out here is really losing their mind. Excuse me. They really losing their mind out here, man, with, with all the shootings and the killings. Little kids is getting shot. Pregnant women is getting shot. We got to do better, man. I'm, I'm so serious about that. We have to do better. I want us to do better. There's a lot of things that the white supremacist is responsible for, but we're going to also have to take responsibility in certain situations. So, man, I just want to say, I love y'all, my kings and queens. Keep your heads up. Be safe. Keep your mask on. Um, just to say, they're shutting uh, Philadelphia down again. Um, shutting it down again. Um, they're not really shutting the city down. They just have. They're just putting strict restrictions in place. So I want everybody to just be safe out here, man. Be safe. Keep your head up. And I know it's going to be a lot of trying times, man. And I think in the next episode, I'm going to discuss COVID and death. So get ready. Just gear up for that. And, um, yeah, man. They said the numbers are spiking like tremendously and um the second wave of the shutdown they said that a lot of these restaurants aren't going to be able to survive it so it's going to be a lot of stuff going on in the next month and um that's it man basically like I said man this episode was about lack of leadership um and in order for us to prosper, in order for us to strive, in order for us to be uplifted, we're going to have to start to unite and stop all this in community fighting. If it's time to squash beef, squash the beef. Um. Get better and understand, man. Basically, just get better and under, try to understand each other and, and put the guns down. We got a lot of uh, stop the violence things going on, but people don't respect it. So, therefore, it's always a problem with them. So, just try to do your part, man. Try to do your part try to stay out these streets, put the guns down, stop all these petty beefs that turn into people getting murdered and innocent people out here getting shot. Stop the coon shit, please. Stop the coon shit, please, man. Please stop the coon shit. But, oh, man, I'm about to get out of here. I want everybody to have, like I said before, man, be safe, mask up, 
make sure y'all eating good. Make sure y'all start to try to eat better. And, you know, let's get better as a community. I love y'all. Peace. I'm out.